millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, it's Desi Jenikin. How tired are you? So tired. (laughs) We just did the most insane workout which means that we took a class, so someone else was telling us what to do. Yeah. It wasn't just us half-assing it on the treadmill. Right. And then I don't like when they come talk to me, so then I always do an extra good job. Right. Because <laughs> I hate when they come over and try to instruct me. Right. I don't like it. Yeah. So I kind of like watch them, and if they're looking at me, then I do a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> I try to take my breaks I got when they can't to. see. Yeah. I did get, but he was like, oh, he just like corrected my form and then he was like, oh, great, awesome. He was very encouraging. It's not like it's bad, but I just don't want to get attention. Yeah. I don't know. It I'm was a hard kinda, class. Yeah. It was, it was like, really hard. It was a P90X class. So it was like high intensity. This is very interesting. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just like explaining why I'm a little out of it during the recording <laughs> of this episode. Plus, it's Friday morning. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So a lot of the news this week centered around Jeffrey Epstein, which isn't that surprising considering that I'm sure more and more stuff and more news about Epstein is just going to keep pouring out. Right. I mean, people were like, oh, that's the end of it. And I was like, no, not really. Yeah. I'm sure there's still going to be a ton more stuff because people are not going to let this go. No. Like, there's just no way. There's no way. And there are accomplices. Oh, my God. So I just don't think that anyone is, is going to let this go, especially right. people who have been working on this case for years and years to find justice for the victims. Right. Um, but yeah. So on Tuesday, 12 of his alleged victims spoke out in court in Manhattan. They described the abuse that they suffered at the hands of Epstein. One of the accusers was Virginia Guyfrey. And she is calling on Prince Andrew to come clean about his role in this whole situation. Right. I saw, I saw something with him at like a um, Eyes Wide Shut party. Did you see those pictures? There have been so many pictures that have been coming out of like, first of all, Ghislaine Maxwell has been to every single party and hung out with pretty much every celebrity. Like I saw, I've seen her in pictures with people that are just the most random celebrities. Yeah. I saw one with her and Harvey Weinstein. Well, yeah. And then her with Charlie Rose. Yeah. I saw that one yeah. too. And then did you see the pictures of her house or her like town townhouse in Manhattan? No. And it has like the creepiest decor. What's the decor? <laughs> one thing was like a head on a wall. And it was up high and it had long hair hanging down. Like a mask? I don't, it was like a head hanging on a wall. Like a fake one, not a real one, obviously. Right. But like, so it might have been half of a, I don't think it was something you would wear though. It was like a decor item. A decorative mask. Yeah, but it wasn't a mask. It was like a full face. Like there was no cut out holes or anything. Oh. It was just like weird. It was like if you were evil, I would be like, and that wasn't a screenplay, I would be like, that's a little too, 
too evil. Like cut that decor item right. out. Like it was like too over the top for an evil person to have. Well, that's like Jeffrey Epstein's doll chandelier. Right. And it's like her walls were like red. Like it was just like a villain's lair yeah. kind of looking place. And I'm sure like in her mind, she's like, I'm just a dark freak. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I was going through like tons of pictures. Like I went down this rabbit hole, just looking at pictures of Gislaine Maxwell just over the years at all these different parties and stuff. Right. And I'm sorry, but like her outfits don't even slap. Like they're not even that cute. She's like one of those weird people who are in these like upper crust circles because she's wealthy and she comes from that wealthy family. But she has, like, no style. She's not particularly, like, attractive. Right. Like, she doesn't even... Like, some rich people are not that attractive, but they, like, make it work with fashion and getting their stuff, like, a look together. Do you know what I mean? Right. And she, like, is pretty plain, like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, not that that's bad, but it's just odd to me. Well, I mean, yeah. Obviously, this isn't, like, the... Uh, the biggest fucking deal of the whole It's just like a weird thing. It was just something I noticed. Like, I was like, I can't even find one good villain outfit. Well, because if you have the money, what's your excuse at that point? Right. you know the clothes she's buying are fucking expensive. Absolutely. So it's like weird that you don't even hire someone to kind of put you together because you could do that too. It's like rich people who get bad filler and injection work done. Yeah, something's going on. That's how you're kind of like, oh, no one likes them. Right. You know? Because no one's pulling them aside. No one really cares enough to tell them. Right. It's like, fine, do whatever you want, bitch. Get right. your lips <laughs> get your lips bloated up. Right. Like, that's how you know no one has friends. Someone uh, has no friends. Right, right. Yeah. They're just like a bunch of enablers who will just let them do whatever. Right, because they don't really care. Yeah. So they're not going to make waves. So this other woman, one of the 12 women who spoke, like I just said, was Virginia Guyfree. She wants Prince Andrew to come clean. This is a quote from her. I was recruited at a very young age from Mar-a-Lago and entrapped in a world that I didn't understand, and I've been fighting that very world to this day, and I won't stop fighting. I will never be silenced until these people are brought to justice. So she's alleging that she met Prince Andrew and Epstein at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida, and... Prince Andrew released a statement, you know, vehemently denying all yeah, of, of this. And these accusations are sick. But this is a, a quote. He, he said he uh, did not, quote, see, witness or suspect any behavior of that sort that subsequently led to the arrest and conviction. Um, yeah. So you can find that statement online. The full statement from he's him. not coming forward. No, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, I get her wanting to find justice, but she has to definitely realize none of these people are coming forward until they literally are charged with something. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with her saying "come clean," like just putting him. I, even though I know he's not going to, but right on his own volition, at least, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Well, there's the, nothing wrong with it, but yeah, it's not happening. Um, some other of Epstein's accusers, there's a pretty long, interesting article in the New York Times about artist Maria Farmer. She was also recruited out of art school by Jeffrey Epstein. Like he sort of, he recruited her to, uh, help him find art. Uh-huh. Uh, and then that led to, uh, you know, awful, her being abused by him. So you should go find that article, um, uh, about Maria Farmer in the New York Times. It's pretty recent. Uh, it was long, but it's good. The other piece of information about Epstein this week was that 
we learn the video camera outside the Epstein jail cell was unusable. This is out of the hill. Didn't we already know? I, I was confused because didn't we already learn that like the camera, the secure, was this just a different camera that I, was broken? I think that, yeah, I'm not sure. I saw that breaking news too and I was kind of confused what the new detail was there. Right. That they were broken. Maybe they, Maybe that they were actually broken and not just off. Right. I'm not sure. But yeah, I saw that also. And I was kind of like, didn't we already know that? But it's hard to say with this case, because sometimes you've heard so much speculation that you're like, you know what I mean? Like maybe people were like, why weren't the cameras on? And we just in our head had that they were already off or something. But now it's confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, whatever camera was broken, obviously every, the internet's going wild. Like it was a murder. This is definitely suspicious, which look. I'm going to be honest, I'm definitely, I think I'm in the murder camp. (laughs) Like, I just feel like this is way too crazy. Yeah, I think I'm still in, like what I said on the Webcrawler show, I'm in the suicide with help. Like, it was like, you got to do this now or else. Like, I feel like it was part of some conspiracy. Yeah. But I don't know that he was murdered, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I definitely... I don't definitely, I don't like not think it happened. I'm not like, oh no, there's no way he was murdered, but yeah. I'm still in the middle kind of. Yeah. No, I that's 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 totally fair. Um okay. So, I mean, that's pretty much all like the Epstein updates that are going on. Like I said before, more and more stuff will probably be doing another show about him at some right. point. The more stuff that comes out with Epstein, it's a pretty crazy story. I mean, how can you not be Sort of. I don't understand anyone who's not interested in this story. (laughs) It has it all. I don't get it. I tweeted this, but I and I can't remember if I said it. But it's like I wish Dominic Don was alive to be like doing deep dives on this fucking story because he would have been all over this story. Yeah, and he would have known so many of these idiot players. Oh my god! Like the rich people that we don't really know about. Right. He would have them all on blast. Yeah. Like we kind of know the celebrity ones. Yeah. But he would have known all of these socialite rich fucking assholes. Yeah. And like fucking taking them down so that fast. makes me really sad thinking about that he's no longer with us oh my god i i fantasize about it all the time like yeah. reading his vanity fair pieces on this story they're so good <laughs> it would be so good yeah like, oh. oh my god that's too bad do you have any um of your own epstein opinions from this week no i didn't feel like I didn't actually watch the testimony on Tuesday. Did you watch it? I didn't, but I did read some I of the statements. I didn't feel like they really, there wasn't, it didn't seem like there was much breaking news from it. It was more just victim impact. Yeah, and victim impact. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything other than what I mentioned with her de- decor. So I would uh, definitely, <laughs> maybe we can try to post some pics of her crazy decor. I'm kind of fascinated with looking at their homes, like how they lived yeah, for some reason. Absolutely. It's really interesting to me to see the setting of like where this creepy shit happened. Right. Here is a crime update from a past mini episode, and that is that the emoji house is for sale. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see that. It is for sale. So this is from NBC Los Angeles. The Manhattan Beach house with the emojis painted on the front facing walls of right. it uh, are is up for sale for one point seven million. Damn. Yeah. I mean, like it's the, like hou- the beach house, right? The, yeah, it's a there's... beach house. Like the house itself is not a remarkable looking house, but it, this is Manhattan Beach, Los Angeles. Right. So it's a so, location. Right. 
so yeah, I, I mean that's really all the story. But is they are, are they going to paint over the emojis, or is that part of the? Uh... <laughs> Honestly, I feel like they should keep it as it is. I mean, right? I mean, the person who buys it will probably paint over. Yes, there's just no way. But it is funny to be like, look what house I bought. Yeah. The neighbors are probably thrilled. I wonder what happened, though. She probably was just sick of the shed. I think she was just sick of it. Like, she, uh, her name was, uh, the woman who owned the house, her name was Catherine Kidd. I think she was just, like, honestly sick to death of her neighbors doing these town halls and shit to get her to paint over the emojis. Right. And she had already been fined $4,000 for renting out And it's probably gone up a ton since she bought it, so she could just make a nice chunk of change. She bought it for one point three. Oh. Yeah. Damn. So I don't know when she bought it. Maybe she didn't buy it that long ago. Well, 400000 is still pretty I mean, good. yeah, that's... <laughs> look, I would love to have $400,000, personally. Right. That would be great. Um, I like the genre of um, neighbor revenge. I like, love I feel it. like we should uh, cover like a few stories in another, another mini-sode. Yeah. Because there's been a few where like there was like an ex-husband who put like a penis statue in his front yard that his wife, ex-wife could see because she was like next door. Did you did you ever hear that no. story? No. What is that story? <laughs> I I have to look more into it. He did some kind of like you know, she refused to move and he wanted to have a life with his new wife, but they lived next door to each other, so he like tormented her with like I, you know, it's like one of those things where he put like a huge maybe it was like a middle finger. I, I can't remember what it was. I, I have to look it up. But there's a few stories like that in the past 10 years, like internet kind of stories yeah. where like they kind of went viral. Um, and people were, it was just like this petty fucking. Right. People doing petty things yeah, to their neighbors. Yeah. I so. honestly do. I <laughs> honestly do love it. We should do like a top 10. We really petty should. neighbor list. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I've only had like petty roommates or like doing things to pet. I never like didn't, not that I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I did have a roommate who threw my toothbrush out once and like I went I like I saw it in the trash. Like it was just like in the trash and I like confronted him about it and I was like, "Did you throw my toothbrush out?" He's like, "Yeah, it was old. You needed a new one." He's like, "Well, can you tell me before you do that?" It was just That's weird. weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I can't think of anything like that. I haven't had really many roommates though in my life like experiences with roommates. Yeah. I can see that I would probably be bad I had in those situations. A weird fucking Craigslist roommate for like 3 years. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like I mean, but I I was like early in my sobriety. I had I was like twenty years old. So it was like age twenty to twenty three. I was living in like the weirdest Craigslist roommate situation. Uh yeah, I could never do that. Oh my god! Like if possible, that will never happen to me. We, he was like cool. Like the first like year I lived there, like it was fine. Like I mean, I right. I, I mean, I get you had no choice. Probably I had literally yeah. no choice. But like, it's like that's my nightmare situation to have to live with someone I don't really know. No, like, I didn't know him at all. Yeah. I met him on Craigslist, and like it was at first, it was like a great. I mean, I hated his decor. He had the worst fucking. So you just rented a room in his apartment. I rented a room in his apartment, but as the years went on, he got more and more passive aggressive with me like he always used to let me use his coffee maker and one day he just hit it oh so it was like he would start getting really aggressive like Like it had been bothering him for a while yeah but like he told me i could use it yeah like in the beginning and it was just sort of established that i could use his coffee maker and then one day it was just like it was like hidden what do you think the problem was 
I don't know. I don't know what, I mean, look, I was also in my early twenties. I could, I'm sure I did shit that annoyed him too. But like when you live with someone, you do stuff that annoys each other, but like neither of us were going to confront each other about it. The only time I ever confronted him was like my toothbrush because it was so fucking bizarre. I was like, why did you put my toothbrush? So you had to share a bathroom. Yeah, we shared a bathroom. See, I feel like you'd have to have your own bathroom at least. Dude. To make it easier. This was like really a really good deal. It was so cheap. It was like in a perfect location that was like a really expensive location, but it was so inexpensive and like it was just, you know, whatever. I'm grateful I lived there. Right. I I had a place to live, you know, like, but he got super fucking aggressive the last like year and a half I lived there. It was just fucking Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I can't live in a situation where there's tension. That's why I would never do that to my neighbors. Right. I just can't. No. Because then you're just stuck. Especially as I own my house, so I'm really stuck. Like, it's not like I can just move or something like that. Right. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, I have cool neighbors here where I live, fortunately. I mean, my neighbors are fine too. There's a lot of people who like play interesting instruments at the unit next door. Yeah. There's always like a a flute or an oboe. I have a few musicians in my neighborhood too. And it's not as bad as in New York where it was just like right below me and they practiced a lot. Right. But it's still, I mean, I don't know what to tell them. It's just annoying. Because when you're practicing, it's a different thing. It's not like someone's playing music. Right. It's a repetitive practice thing. Right. So it's extra annoying to hear. There was one time this guy was always practicing the tuba. And there was this one time when some other neighbor got fucking fed up with it. So I hear this tuba going on for like three hours. Like this guy practicing tuba next door. And then all of a sudden I hear... Shut the fuck up. This isn't a music studio. Take your fucking tuba and get out of here. (laughs) That was me in New York. Dude, it was like the funniest audio I've ever heard outside my apartment. Well, the tuba makes it extra funny. Yeah. Because mine was just like drugs or drugs. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking about. Drums or um, singing. I think he might have been doing both. But yeah, remember I did the, just yell out the window. Do you remember the singers we had next door yeah. at my place? Yeah, those people were awful. Yeah. What were we? Oh, they were they were watching a live musical one time. <gasps> oh my God. It was like the night we were recording. They were watching, it was the Christmas Story musical. It was a night we were, we, Desi and I were recording our show. This is like back in 2017. And they had this thing on like surround sound. Like, I mean, it sounded, it was like the volume at a movie theater. It yeah. was kind of absurd how loud they had this Christmas story live musical on. It was awful. Which is like the worst musical ever. There were some really funny lines I remember, but I can't Up think of Up on Santa's lap. Oh, right. <laughs> we, we recorded about, we must have said it we in the did. episode. We okay. did. We did. <laughs> Up on Santa's lap or something. <laughs> That's right, because there's the scene where he goes to the mall. Yeah. Oh my God. But like they were singing along with it and I don't know how they knew the words to it. I have no idea. Because who likes that musical? Is there a real musical? I, I thought it was guess. only for TV. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, up on Santa's lap is coming on. That's my favorite. (laughs) I mean, I do feel like we should do a production of it, but it's like raunchy. (laughs) Right. Up on Santa's lap. Uh, Totally. Don't get that dick too close. You'll poke your eye out. (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's really all the news I had this week. Do you think that there was anything else interesting that happened? Honestly, I have been so busy. I don't really, I haven't been paying attention as much. There really wasn't, there wasn't any celebrity crime. There was like an update about the college admission scandal, but I'm honestly kind of bored of that story right now. I need some 
a big thing to happen the, for me to it keep it It was just up. like legal stuff. And then John Stamos said that he stands by Aunt Becky or Lori Laughlin. <laughs> well, that's what a rocking endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> so Uncle Jesse stands by his wife. Um, that's great. Okay. Do you have any movie, TV, book, podcast recommendations? Um, I think, I can't remember if I mentioned this, but yeah, I am, I pretty much finished Mindhunter. Yeah. Did you finish it? No. Did you start it? No. I watched the first two episodes of the first two seasons. It's not for me. And I love David Fincher and I love learning about serial killers. I just can't get into it. Um, I don't think it's like the best show, but obviously I just watch it when I'm going to sleep or whatever. Uh, so there's that. Um, and I think we've talked about this before. Usually the serial killer performances are pretty They're good. They're so good. I don't, I think that my problem with this show is I don't quite get what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't have a firm grasp on me for some reason, but I do kind of watch it while I'm working or right. whatever, falling asleep. And I do want to say, cause some people they didn't agree with me about the Charles Manson performance. And looking back, I'm not going to say that I'm wrong, but I do feel like it could be that I'm so irritated by him as a person. Yeah. I am irritated with any performer acting as him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like no, that is I agree. possible. I agree. And it's hard for me to say like, oh, is that a good performance or is it like a character? Like I just can't, I don't, I don't know. Like, but I do, I do hate Charles Manson. I do too. He sucks ass. I mean, beyond the crimes. No, just and as everything, a person. Just as a person. <laughs> he's I think he's so annoying. That's like my, like, I hate that type of person. It's like how the last podcast boys hate BTK. That's how I feel about Charles Manson. Yeah. And I hate BTK too. So I did watch, um, I did finish that out. It's only like eight episodes. I feel like if you are into crime, you should sh- check it out. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Who knows? We all have different opinions. <laughs> uh, the other exciting news is that I did start Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. Watching 90 Day Fiance. Finally. And that show has, has like ruined my life. No, I'm just kidding. I find those people so irritating. Like, it took me a really long time to realize, like, that I was, I was like, am I supposed to like these people or not? No. It was kind of like how I watched Vanderpump Rules, like, way after everyone else, and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. Right. So I kind of had no sounding board. And I, the, like, it took me a while to realize, like, oh, all of these people are fucking awful. Yeah. There is no hero here no. or anything. No. Um, and that's what it is for a 90 Day Fiance for me. Like, I'm only watching season one. And I know I can watch it out of order, but I have to kind of watch things in order um, because that's just the way I am. And I'm, I disagree with that, but I'm letting you have your journey. Um, and it's there. I'm gonna watch it all, so it doesn't right. really matter. As long um, as you, as long as you get to, because <laughs> before the 90 days is technically a separate show, so you can start that at season one. Right. Okay. Well, maybe I'll start that this weekend. You should start that this weekend because we need it because like. 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days is legitimately like some of my favorite television and with some of my favorite characters. These people are absolutely fucking How many insane. seasons of that is there? Three. Okay. We're okay. on the third season now. Okay. So I'll watch that. Um, Please watch that this week. I need to know. I, I need your takes on some of these people. <laughs> I'm like desperate. I hate them all. Like, I know. I, I don't have one person I like. No, but these people are so much more interesting than season one. Okay. I'm telling you. Um. I, I, I'm just fascinated by like what the point of all of this is and like what their, their point is. Like so many things happen where you're just kind of like, oh, come on. Like, like what? (laughs) Well, like the idea that all of these women want their dream wedding still is insane to me. It's like, you're coming to marry a guy you've pretty much never met. You have to get married in 90 days, but you still want to have your dream wedding. And the guy's always broke. (laughs) That's the other thing. I was like, why are you, you're married? Like, there's a lot where I'm just like. This is how I feel like you're, they can't be scamming because why are they not marrying a rich guy? Like this right. one guy, I mean, I'm not, this is not a criticism, but he couldn't even afford a $300 dress and she is in tears about getting this dress. And it's kind of like, what were you expecting? Right. 
when you come and marry this guy who lives in Oklahoma, who has like a normal job that's not like high paying, that he's going to present you with this dream wedding. It's insane to me. Like, right. just give up on your fucking dream wedding, get fucking hitched and then have it down the line. Maybe like right. you have to get married in 90 days. That's not enough time to plan have something. Have the party later. Yeah. I don't get like this. And they're all in tears. It's like, you're 21 years old. You've come to a con- America from a country or a small town in Russia or Brazil or wherever, and you want to have this glamorous life, but you're with a guy who works like a minimum wage job. Like, do you know what I mean? There's like so much lack of thinking here. And it's like, that's all fine. You can be with a guy who is not rich. Obviously, I pretty much always with guys who aren't rich, but it's like, then you have to lower your expectations of what your life in America is going to be like. It's just very frustrating to me. It's like not one person in their life is like, hey, here's a reality check of what you're getting into. Except I love how there are family members and and friends on that show who are like, you're an idiot. And they say it to like the men, like the men on that show always get called out by like their cousin who's like, you're a fucking idiot. What are you doing? Yes. I am the f- friend I know. and family. It's when so I funny. see those roles, I'm like, I would be perfect for this part. Right. <laughs> like it's this so would funny. be my ideal situation. And I would be like the hero of 90 day fiance. I desperately like- need you to start like as my friend, I need you to start season one of before the 90 days okay. tonight. I need all of our listeners who are into reality television who haven't watched 90 Day Fiance to go on Hulu. This is not an ad. This is just me and my undying love for this horrific show and watch 90 Day Fiance colon before the 90 days season one. Okay. That's your homework. That's so, your homework. But that's I my do, TV. Yeah. I do have several other things. Several other things? Media. Oh, what? What do you have? things. Okay. Um, So, I mean, I was going to say 90 Day Fiance. Okay. That was one of them. But I'm glad we got to talk about that. Uh, Sorry, I cut you off. Are you... No, I'm done. Oh, you're done? Okay, cool. So, I have a podcast to recommend. It is a smaller podcast, so I wanted to give them some love. And that is a show called Where is the Line? This is a... Right now, it's a monthly show, but maybe if we give them some more listeners, they can um, do the show more frequently. Um, and basically, this show reports on all kinds of crazy stories, like the latest episode, which you should go listen to because it's fucking wild, is about this woman who got fused to her toilet seat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, you Jesus have to listen Christ. to it, Desi. It's oh really good. Um, yeah, it's like... This uh, guy and this girl and their friends, and I think they live in Alabama, and they just do this little show, and I really like it. What's the theme? Is like there one? crazy, weird, fucked up stories. That's like one of my nightmares when people get fused to things. I know, me too. Like furniture? Yeah. Or sofas? No, and they like... They're like they described in depth like the mechanics of how it happens. Oh, which I wanted to know. Me about. too. I need to know. No, this this podcast is good because they go into detail about all the like gross shit I want to know about. Yeah, like Ooh. they did an episode on that woman who got her face ripped off by the monkey. Oh my god. Yeah, the chimp. Yeah, and um, they also have like you know, like a bestiality episode. Oh, so it's just like a like if if you want to hear like fucked up shit. Yeah, which I, I always do. do. You should listen to this I'm always show. like, give me the details. Yes. <laughs> Don't spare anything. Seriously. I'll I'll regret it. I'm like, I'm literally the person who is like, if there's a warning, I click on it. Oh my <laughs> Two god. Two seconds, like that's like an enticement for me. Right. That's an like, ad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking advertisement. I literally I 
will never not click on things. I don't, I have like, I have no limit. Right. Like, <laughs> like how Twitter started doing that. There's sensitive information here. I'm like, oh, shut up. And I just click and on And I'm it. always disappointed when it's something like just a bad word. Right. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. I get excited. <laughs> no. So if you're like into gross stuff and uh, the research is pretty good, you should listen to that podcast. And the other piece of media that I consumed this week was I watched the 30 for 30, the day the series stopped. Oh. Now, it is almost the 30th anniversary of one of my earliest memories, which is the 89 Loma Prieta earthquake, which decimated a lot of the Bay Area. Right. And uh, it was also the day that that earthquake happened was the day of... I think it was game three of, ba- of the Battle of the Bay, San yeah. Francisco Giants versus Oakland, Oakland A's. A's, World Series. I just watched the 30 for 30 on that. It's really good. You should watch it. Even if you're not into sports, like it just talks about the earthquake a lot too and like just the damage right. it did, but also all the people in the community who came together and helped other people. It's a good 30 for 30. And Too Short is in it. Aw. Yeah. Um. I love 30 for 30 yeah, and same. I always recommend it um, because it's really about the aspect of sports that I think is relatable to every everyone. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's such a good It's series. about the human aspect. And I probably have recommended it before, but I do love the 30 for 30 podcast too. There's some really good episodes um, on it. I think I did recommend the um, Bikram Yoga one. Right. But all of them are really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's good. I'm glad yeah. you watched it. That's what I watched last night. Um, it was good, and I think that's really all the media I've co- like new media that I've consumed. I was this looking week. on my phone before because I thought I had a podcast, but I couldn't see one in my um, thing. My like my recently yeah. listened. I need a better podcast app because I feel like I don't have it organized well. And then I if I don't follow something, I wish I had a record that I at least listened to it, <laughs> so then I could follow it like. Because sometimes I forget to subscribe right away. Yeah. Or I shut my phone off and then I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, but I can't find it. So maybe next week I'll have something yeah. podcast related. Cool. Yeah. So what'd you eat? What did I eat? Well, last night I had like the most traumatic experience because I'm not, I'm trying to eat healthier <laughs> and I'm doing pretty good at that. But last night I was like fucking starving. Yeah. And I, was opening up every cabinet in my house, opening up everything in the refrigerator, like hunting high and low. Dude. And it was like, oh, this is why it's good that I don't buy junk food or right. food. Like, and just have it there. Right. Because these are the moments where I would eat it. Right. But I didn't have anything to eat. You sound like me when I was like looking for drugs that someone had hid yeah. from me. <laughs> you don't do that when you're hungry and you're like, I must have something I can, because I'll always I mean, yeah. manage to find something I can kind of put together, like right. peanut butter and celery or whatever. Like, so yeah. it's not necessarily like unhealthy, but it's like something to snack on. Yeah. And I just felt like I had no combinations that were winning for me. Right. And then I just was like, I guess I'll just go to bed. That is so sad. Desi. It is sad. It's fucking devastating. Because it's like when you don't have food, I could have done some things, that, but that would have been like really bad. Like I wanted something in between. Yeah. I wasn't just going to be like, okay, I guess I'll just eat a box of cereal. <laughs> so it was pretty good. Yeah. I don't think I ate anything too interesting. I'm back on my spicy Italian sausages. You're back Trader on Jones. your spicy Italian sausages. <laughs> Got those going. I actually, when I came to record, 
I didn't have time to make breakfast before I came, and I was going to bring a baggie with one of those sausages in it from last night, like a leftover. Oh, like I thought you meant uncooked. I was <laughs> no, like, you're going to cook it cooked, here? And I was like, I'll just fucking eat it in traffic, like whatever. Can and you then- imagine? <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop. Stop. I would fucking piss myself if I was driving and I looked over. I looked to like, I looked to my left and I see a woman holding a fucking sausage, gripping a sausage with her sweaty little hands and just eating it. I would fucking piss myself. You would be like, hero. That's a hero. I mean, yeah. I would definitely tweet about it. Um, yeah, that was my big plan because I was like, I, that was my big plan to bring the sausage with me can so that imagine, I don't get faked. Can you imagine if someone took a photo of you eating that sausage in traffic and they get like this really amazing like... And it was memed. Oh, and it was memed. Oh my God. And the saddest aspect of it was like, I looked in my purse at some point and I was like, I forgot to bring my sausage. So now I'm like, I hope I didn't leave it on the counter. At least it's in the fridge. Like the sausage dilemma. Because right. I'm trying to be good where you, because if you don't plan things, right. you then you plan. just go to Taco Bell. Right. That's what you, happens. You got to plan. My thing is I always make sure I have something to eat yeah. every three hours because I get fucking rude. When you get ravenous, then you're in the fucking cabinets like right. an animal. I'm not, eating, I'm not eating good, nutritious food. So yeah, so that's my sausage. Like, right. yeah, I agree. That would have been funny and and it's also very on brand. I'm going to have my uh, my protein shake soon. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So did you eat anything interesting? No. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I would have heard about it. You would have heard about it. Uh, one thing I am devastated about is I never got the Popeye's chicken sandwich before they stopped oh, selling them. did I... Did I mention that I got it? Was it good? I got it last week, um, and I will tell you, it is good. But when I got went there, and I, I realized complaining now seems uh, petty because it got much worse. They didn't. They had run out of pickles. Oh, but I find that that to be a key aspect of the sandwich. So I was very disappointed. Right. But then I realized, oh well, some people didn't even get to try it. I didn't even get to try it because it's, it's really good. I know. Like it, it is. is like. Uh, I'm not going to say, oh, this is the best thing because I have had better, like more gourmet ones. But a fa- as a fast food sandwich goes, I'm honestly like it's fucking delicious. Thinking about it, I'm really hungry right now. We just did this P90X. I need to have lunch. I'm fucking devastated. It's really good. Um, but at the same time, I'm also like reading the stories about like the Popeyes workers who like worked for 12 hour shifts. It's like makes me really devastated too. But they're already doing that job. Yeah, but it just highlights that like. They're making billions of dollars on this right. fucking chicken sandwich, and the workers are being worked to the bone. No, I mean that's just a whole other thing. It has nothing to do with the sandwich. <laughs> I can be upset. Don't go after the sandwich, Rachel. I'm not going after the sandwich. I'm saying that bring. This is my solution. Bring the fucking sandwich back. Pay your workers more. I don't get why they don't have the sandwich. They ran out of ingredients. Did no, they like batter a bunch. It's a fucking marketing scam. Okay. It's a. F- but I don't I'm, care what the scam is. The scam is so it. that there's like more demand for it, and then they. How can you possibly have more demand? It's like the most in demand thing ever. They're just going to make people go crazy and then they're going to bring it back. And oh. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know how marketing works. Corporations are fucking stupid. I don't buy it because I feel like they would be making money right now because the demand is really fucking high. You think they ran out of ingredients? Because they ran out of the pickles. <laughs> but that just said that one franchise. I know, but they were running out of other things. Like some people said that they ran out of the buns at one place. Like, dude, I feel like they didn't have enough of the materials in the first place. Like, Maybe they thought, oh, this will get us through four months, 
Do you know what I mean? And yeah. then they had to re. Then they would constantly be refreshing, but it, it ran out so fast that they didn't have the refreshments. That's my opinion. I don't know how corporations. If anyone work. works at Popeyes, can you let us know? I like to picture the employees throwing bins of pickles <laughs> in the garbage just to make them run out, like to get to, to go home. Yeah, like so they can say we have no more ingredients, and they're just like literally trashing the ingredients oh to fuck God, over the those corporation. Poor employees. Yeah. Those poor employees. Now, what I'm curious about is Popeyes chicken good? Yes. So other than the fried chicken yes, sandwich. Yes, Desi, okay. I fucking love Popeyes. Okay. So here's I've the, never had Popeyes. Here's the thing I like about Popeyes, you can get it spicy. Right. I mean, I did get the spicy sandwich, yeah. which I don't even know why you wouldn't, because it's not that spicy. And I'm going to say something very controversial. I don't think Chick-fil-A is that good. I think it's fine. I think it's good. I think I think it's just fine. It's, uh, I don't go, I've only been to Chick-fil-A once because I, I tried to have a moral compass, but I did have to try it at least once. Yeah. So that's the time Same. I went. Um, I think it's really good. I mean, yeah, obviously it's possibly overrated, but it is very good to me. My hot take is I think it's fine. Okay. Uh, but I love Popeyes. I fucking love it. You can get uh, fried shrimp there. Are you, is it good? I would yeah. never get fried shrimp at a fast food place. I would never normally, except I will for Popeyes. Oh, okay. I will do so that. So that's enticing to me. Because I, I mean, love it's popcorn shrimp. shrimp. Right. So I'm it's mostly fried stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll it's mostly just oh, batter. I did have at Popeyes something really revolting, and that was the f- deep fried Oreos. Well, Desi, come on. I thought they would be better than that. Yeah. I mean, I literally threw them out. That's I didn't what you them. got at Popeyes is deep fried Oreos? There was a reason I did it. It was just to try them. I, try, I took a bite, and it but was revolting. But why didn't you also get chicken? Because I got the chicken sandwich. Oh, you got that when you were there. Yeah, I didn't just go to Popeyes to get fried. Okay, okay. I thought this was. I thought you were. It was like while it. I was there. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. And I got a biscuit too, which I thought was pretty good. I like the biscuits. Yeah. Um, okay, I didn't eat anything uh, that interesting this week. Just some, you know, I make a really good uh, kale salad, and I had some sausages. Also, mm-hmm. both of us love sausages. I love those sausages. I don't, you know why? Because that's all you have to do. Cook the sausage. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. I also else. don't buy a lot of meat. That's really the only meat I ever buy a sausage. I just I, don't I buy a, a lot really of meat. I did make a really good taco salad too this week. I made a chicken tagine like two weeks ago and it was fucking incredible. It was such a good recipe. We're going to make a Sandra Lee recipe soon, I think. Oh, yeah. So okay. that'll be our next exciting event. Yeah. <laughs> our next event is we're... I mean, maybe we should have our listeners choose what the Sandra Lee recipe okay. that we make is. We yeah, can, we'll put a poll up on Facebook. Yeah, we'll put a poll up on Facebook and they can vote. Maybe that should be our Patreon uh, bonus when we reach 600 patrons. Is that We'll we- do a like live video of us cooking a Sandra Lee and people can right. ask questions. <laughs> and we're not going to do the Kwanzaa cake because so many other people have remade that and done that. I think it should that. be actually something that we might eat. You do? Like something that's not... Well, I'm not going to eat the Kwanzaa cake. Yeah. But cause... I might try the, the, the tempura battered olives. Or some, I'm, I'm just saying, I want it to be something maybe we might try right the Kwanzaa cake we know what it is it's a fucking pre-bought everything right so there's not going to be any I want to taste something that's an actual recipe right do you know what I mean well also I was just saying we don't want to do that cake because so many other people have like made it on YouTube and oh they have yeah I mean that's such an it's like 10 years at this point okay no Um, we're original well yeah I mean (laughs) what else can you even say about that cake that hasn't already been said yeah so I think yeah we should come up with some recipes uh, 
and maybe we'll we can also make a cocktail. I won't drink it, obviously, but you and Brendan can drink okay. it. That would be funny. Yeah, you can try one of her like disgusting boozy cocktails. I'm probably a funnier drunk than her, than Sandra. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I want to hang out with Sandra Lee so bad, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I talked so much shit about her, but like, I legitimately want to hang out with her. Me too. Okay. okay. Bye. Um, bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.